0: Hey, friends, and welcome to the Moving Mountains podcast. Moving Mountains is a place to hear true stories of modern day miracles told by ordinary people just like you and me. My name is Paige, and I'm joined here in Alaska by my dear friends Margaret and Bernadette as we witness accounts of how God has worked in people's lives in big and small ways. As you listen to these stories of hope, answered prayers, and unexplained phenomena, we invite you to allow this space to inspire your faith and even to help you recognize the ways in which God is moving mountains in your own life. All right, hello, and welcome back to the Moving Mountains podcast. Um, This is Paige, and today we are going to be talking to you about St. Anthony. Um, So St. Anthony is a saint in the Catholic Church. He is the patron saint of lost things. Um, So we're gonna talk a little bit about who he is, his history, why he is the patron saint of lost things, and then we're going to tell some fun stories that are personal to us and some people of ways that St. Anthony has interceded for us in helping us find lost things in our own lives. Um, But before we do that, Margaret, would you like to introduce someone? Sure. Today, I, my colleague, we were
1: talking about this podcast and I said, Hey, Joshua, do you have any stories about St. Anthony? And he proceeded to share one. And I said, so, Hey, do you want to be on the podcast tonight? (laughs) (laughs) And he generously said, yes. So he's taking away time from his wife and children to be here with us, which is a huge blessing. But um, Joshua and I work together at St. Andrew and he's our director of evangelization for adults and young adults. And Joshua has been through a lot in his life and seen a lot. He was, um in formation with the CFRs for a while he was a firefighter he's in the army he has a wife and two kids so I think I might have just spoiled your introduction but if there's anything <laughs> else you want to say Joshua we want to welcome you. you tell us I don't know fun facts about you or something
2: uh I have a really bad haircut right now because I tried to do a trim on it and it came out really disastrous <laughs> <laughs> that were a good idea. Yeah, thank you thank you for having me <laughs>
3: that's it thanks for being here Josh <laughs> yeah thanks Josh So before we hop into talking about Saint Anthony's stories, we have to uh, ask our very important question. So, Uh, Joshua, I'm going to ask you the question first. Um, Is it pronounced maple syrup or maple syrup? Mm.
1: (laughs) How do you say it? Just say it. How you say it?
2: I think I grew up with syrup. To be honest.
3: Uh, All right. Grew up (laughs) where?
2: Uh, Southern California. Southern California. Hmm.
3: Nice. <laughs> All right. So Southern Cali syrup. Did, does that ring true for you, Paige, our other Cali girl? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. Yes. I think I say syrup maple. It's like once you actually start thinking, like, how do I say it? <laughs> I start. I'm like second guessing. <laughs> do I say it that way? Yes. But I yes. think I do maple. Yeah, syrup. That doesn't sound right to me. Syrup. Yeah. <laughs> So it must be a Southern California thing. If, if that it does not ring true for you, Margaret, what about you? Or Bernadette can answer. <laughs> I would say syrup.
1: Okay. Maple syrup. And I'm from you Michigan, that- as you all know,
3: and that's the right way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that doesn't surprise me at all. The pronunciation or the attitude about it because the reason, <laughs> the reason i thought of this question is because i made pancakes a couple of times this week for breakfast and every time i say oh could you get the syrup out and put it on the table or pass the syrup or you know every time my husband makes fun of me and he's like syrup syrup because <laughs> sy- <laughs> he's from michigan too and says syrup but i will yeah, say i grew up in ohio I grew up in Ohio, and we would go out and help tap the maple trees and boil down maple oh. syrup and taste Whoa. it. So I don't know. I, I feel like my pronunciation is from the source. So
0: <laughs> there you go, Berna.
1: <laughs> I do feel anyway. numbered today. I feel I, this is the first time I think.
0: Well, it is. It's actually, you're wrong, yeah. Margaret. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, at least Kyle's
3: on my side Even though he's not on <laughs> I know if Kyle were here the battle would just be beginning
0: uh, boom. <laughs> all right but what would what would Karis say Josh because she's not from America so
2: yeah. syrup
0: Syrup. okay, okay. Yeah. well I guess that makes all it right. three and <laughs> three you're just
3: British Margaret <laughs> oh that's fine <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say I face
1: British better. accent right now and get made fun of but
0: <laughs> we awesome. watched too many
1: British shows, too many.
0: Well, <laughs> Never there you many. go. <laughs> okay, thanks for asking that very important question, Bernadette. Yep. Um okay, so I'm just going to jump in now into telling you guys a little bit about St. Anthony and as I was researching him, basically my entire life, my parents were very um They always made us pray to St. Anthony if we lost anything. So my whole life, I've like known about St. Anthony. He is like one of my best friends. I I Mm -hmm. often ask for his intercession. But then I realized today as I was researching, I was like, I actually don't know anything about St. Anthony. Um, So it was really cool learning a little bit about him. Um, So St. Anthony of Padua, he was born by the name Fernando Martins in Portugal in 1195. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he joined the Franciscans, he changed his name to Anthony. Um, and then soon after he became really good friends with St. Francis of Assisi, which I think is just always so fun to hear like St. Best friend duos. Um, it's just so cool. Cause I'm like, wow, I had no idea. Um, and then St. Anthony, he had this book of Psalms that he hand wrote himself because that was in the 13th century. Um, and so like now he's in the 1200s. So, so there wasn't, it wasn't easy to come by printed copies mm-hmm. of books. Um, and so he had this book of Psalms that he had put all the work into of copying down and, you know, writing everything out. Um, and he used it for teaching Uh, at the monastery that he worked at um, and that he lived at and he really cherished it and so there was a brother a fellow brother who was leaving the community and when he left the book disappeared and so Saint Anthony is like freaking out and he's like where is it and he looks everywhere and then he realizes that the man who left took it with him Um, and he was deeply distressed because he couldn't traced you know like there's no social media you can't just like trace down where this person is so he's thinking i'm never going to see this book again um but then trusting in god he prayed that the man would have a change of heart and return the book Mm -hmm. and soon after that man returned the book and he asked for saint anthony's forgiveness and the community's forgiveness and he actually re-entered back into the community which is pretty cool um yeah and that same book is said to be Pre, uh, preserved in the franciscan monastery in italy to this day okay. um so i don't know if you can like go and see it but <laughs> that's cool that it's there mm-hmm. um and then after saint anthony died at the age of 35 uh this story spread like wildfire and he quickly became known as the powerful intercessor for lost things um so that's that's a little bit about him and how he became the intercessor of lost things. And there are two short little prayers that you can say that are rhymes and really easy to understand or remember. Mm -hmm. So the first one is Tony, Tony, look around, something's lost and must be found. And then the second one is dear St. Anthony, please come around. Something is lost and it cannot be found. Um, So those are, we'll put those little prayers in the show notes, but just like fun little blurbs. You can also just say like, St. Anthony, please help me find this thing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And he he answers that as well. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And his feast day is June 13th. Um, And then I I saw this quote at the end of the article. Um, I'm not sure if this is his quote or if, I don't know whose quote this is. But I'd like to think it's St. Anthony's quote. Um, so I'm going to read it because I was like, wow, this is actually really beautiful. So it says, let me rather lose all things than lose God, my supreme good. Let me never suffer the loss of my greatest treasure, eternal life with God. So, yeah, I just thought that was really beautiful. And it's also just very uh, humbling and Yeah, because we can just get so caught up in, you know, all these little things that we lose. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, oh, wow, have we even thought about the potential of losing God? Probably not. (laughs) So, yeah, I thought that that was just a really beautiful quote. Um, And Mm -hmm. now we can tell some we had the idea to tell some of our own personal stories. Um, So. Josh, would you do you have a personal story that you would like to share?
2: I do. So this is going way back to when I was in my early 20s. I was helping uh, some friends move house, and usually when you are invited to move house, things are boxed up already, and then you just bring stuff to the truck and then bring it to the new place. Well, this was this was a little bit different. So. This couple, they had two small children, and they had decided to hire all their work friends and pay them in beer. And I was the only (laughs) non-work friend that was brought. And the entire house, there was not a single box that had been packed. Oh, my gosh. Oh, So they had the biggest U-Haul truck that they make, right? One was like 65-footers or whatever. And they were just throwing stuff in boxes and drinking the entire time, right? Oh, my gosh. So we loaded up the last box, crammed it into the back of the U-Haul, right? And the owner said, the keys were on that dresser over there. No. Where did they go? And two <sighs> of the friends looked at each other were like, oh, well, um, all the stuff in that corner went into the first box. Oh, my
0: gosh. <gasps> oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> and they had small kids so there was toys oh, and there was there was just there was just a plethora of stuff right and um i wasn't in the habit of praying to saint anthony but i was like this this is a job for saint anthony mm-hmm. so <laughs> i said a little prayer and i opened up the back of the u-haul truck and literally there was this tiny tunnel at the top of the truck where you could crawl and i crawled to the front of the truck and the first box that I reached my hand into was filled with kids' toys. You can hear all the bells and whistles. And I heard the tiniest little jingle. No and I reached my hand in and there were the keys. Oh, wow. <laughs> 150 boxes. The first box, the keys came out and it was it was pretty wild. Incredible. Wow.
3: man. <laughs> Go St. <say> Anthony. <laughs>
1: yeah, I that's amazing. Pray to St. Anthony for lost keys. I think it's probably a <laughs> lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. no, that, that'd be cool once and we wallets. get to heaven we can be like saint anthony what, what's the top 10 things you get prayed for the most could
3: be like yeah. a probably number one a key phone wallet
0: <laughs> yeah we'll have to do a poll on our instagram of like yeah. <laughs> what are the things you pray for the most and see what our yeah. listeners say <laughs> totally wow what a story joshua that I'm is pretty amazing everything. yeah what was the reaction of the people
2: uh, people couldn't believe it. They couldn't believe that they were so stupid that they lost the keys in the box, but they couldn't believe that the first box that we found out of all of them had the keys in the bottom of it. Did anyone um, know that you prayed to St. Anthony or was it just a, like, I, I think that that time that? it was, I may have shared it with one other person, mm-hmm. but a lot of people weren't Catholic and I wasn't, I hadn't gone to Franciscan yet. So I wasn't like, duper! Let's pray for everything. <laughs> I have a hard time at work because every time we have our training meetings for the army, I'm like, "Let's begin." To the- oh yeah, okay, we don't do that here. I'll pray silently. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: We're gosh, have it, good habit. Have have yeah. That's, That's true. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about you, Margaret? Do you have any? So this is funny. I couldn't think of a story. I
1: know I prayed to St. Anthony, you know, and asked for his help. I can't think of anything. So I just decided I must not lose stuff enough in order to (laughs) to need St. Anthony's intercession. But honestly, that's not really true. As I've gotten older and more busy, I lose a lot more things. And so maybe this is a conviction to really ask him for help.
0: Yeah. (laughs) What about you, Bernadette?
3: So when I was thinking about St. Anthony's stories, I'm just kicking myself because I probably have at least 100 but I just can't think of any specific story more than like, you know, the random I lost my keys or I can't find my phone or whatever. And I've prayed to St Anthony and he's come through a zillion times for me. Um, but one story that I definitely remember very clearly is, um, I've mentioned on previous episodes that we lost our first two pregnancies, which was a very difficult experience. And then during my third pregnancy, I think i was around like 14 or 15 weeks pregnant um, so just getting out of the first trimester and my husband was at work and i was home alone and i just started bleeding and it was just the same type of bleeding that started my other two miscarriages and so i was just at home and i called my husband you know he's in the middle of a shift he couldn't come home do anything i didn't want to go get an ultrasound without him and I was just really struggling. You know, I, I just, I was like, I just know I'm losing another baby. I, there was just no doubt in my mind. So I was like, the only thing I can do is just pray. So I told a bunch of people, I asked for prayers and then I was just at home praying and I was looking up online, like, okay, who are, who are some saints that I can pray to specifically right now? And a new one, like I'd, I'd prayed to some, you know, like St. Tiana, Brett St. Gerard, like there's some mm-hmm. classic Um, patron saints of moms and of pregnancies. But one I hadn't come across before was St. Anthony. I was like, oh, St. Anthony is actually the patron saint of lost babies. And I'd never heard that before. I'd spent my whole life saying, you know, the prayer, dear St. Anthony, please come around. Something is lost and must be found. That's like Mm -hmm. a childhood nursery rhyme to a (laughs) Catholic child. You know, like (laughs) we grew up like breathing that like our air. Um, But I'd never heard that he was also the patron saint of lost babies and that you know he's a very powerful intercessor when you're praying for um like a baby who may you know have no heartbeat or or whatever so i just read about that and i was like okay i'm just gonna pray to saint anthony all day and i did and the next day we went in for an ultrasound and our little baby Michael had a heartbeat and it was just amazing Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. like just the amount of bleeding that I had and the clotting and it looked like tissue coming out. Like it looked, it just looked exactly like when I was losing my other babies. Mm -hmm. Um, And we didn't lose him. And so that actually led us to choose Anthony as one of his middle names um, because it was just such a powerful intercession. And we're so grateful to St. Anthony for that. So that's my, that's my favorite St. Anthony story, even though it's not something like a, a material thing I've lost. It was like mm-hmm. the most important thing to me. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. So. That's amazing. And I think that's about like, well, I was oh, just going to say, ahead. I think that's really cool because it shows that like St. Anthony, you know, like though he does help us with the material things, like he probably yeah. desires to help us with, you know, even people, even those of us who maybe have lost our faith like things like that, like those deeper things that he really wants to like intercede for us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I really love that. Um, okay. So <laughs> mine's a little uh, less beautiful of a story. <laughs> <laughs> so on my 21st birthday, um, I was in Austin, Texas, because that's where I was living at the time. And there's a really popular street um, in Austin called Sixth street, which is where all the bars are. And so Um, My friends and I, we were all out on sixth street and I was in a bar and my roommate comes in and she's like, Paige, you have to come with me. And she pulls me out of the bar and I'm like, where are we going right now? And sixth street is, it's like, the street is closed. So it's just people walking around everywhere. Um, And so she's pulling me and she's like, Jared Padalecki is right over there. I'm like, I have no idea who Jared Padalecki is. Like, I don't care. And she's like, no, we're going. So if you're familiar with Gilmore Girls, um, Jared Padalecki is Dean in Gilmore Girls. He's also um, in Supernatural. Um, and his co-star for Supernatural, Jensen Ackles, was with him as well. And so these two very famous men, who I had no idea at the time who they were because I didn't watch either of those shows. And so... I'm like, okay. So we go, we're talking with them. We get photos with them. And they were with some friend of theirs who I don't think was famous. (laughs) And I was like, it's my 21st birthday. Like, this is, this is really cool. And his friend's like, yeah, I doubt it's your 21st birthday. And so I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I will pull out my ID and I will show you it's my 21st birthday. And so my roommate, um, I guess she Pulled out her ID as well to show that she was just 21 also. Um, And so then we leave and we go back into the bar and my roommate's like, I lost my ID. Like I must have dropped it in between showing it and, you know, going back to the bar. And so we're looking everywhere and there's people everywhere and it's dark and it's late. And so we're like, okay, we should just go home. So we go home and... I say, you know, while we were on 6th Street, I was saying a prayer, St. Anthony, please help us find her ID, and no luck. So this is in April, and then around June, I get a text message from my roommate, and her mom got a package sent to their home, and her mom opened the package, and there was her ID and a letter from Jared Padalecki that said, I have no idea how I ended up with this, but I hope you had a fun night. (laughs) And so we were just like, oh my gosh, like months later, he obviously he had her home address on her ID. So he sent it to her and like, she got this handwritten letter from Jared Padalecki and she got her ID back, even though she had already you know, gotten a new ID by that point. But we were just like, this is so funny.
2: So she
0: that is... She didn't
2: put is... it in his pocket, did she?
0: <laughs> she must have handed it to him or something. Like, there must have been some exchange. And unfortunately, the two of them were very far gone at that point. So he probably just took it and stuffed it in his pocket. And... Without Um, realizing it, yeah. And then woke up Mm. the next morning and found it. Or maybe months later found it in his pocket. Who knows? (laughs) Two months later, apparently. That is wild.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Really wild.
0: Yes. Okay. So I um, decided that I was just going to ask a ton of different people if they could share their stories. Um, And so I collected a few different stories that um, we're all going to read and share um, and so I will share the first one. So this is actually my mom's story. Um, she sent it to me. So she said, Around twenty-five years ago, my sister Diane and her 13-year-old daughter came to visit us in Southern California for a week. We were both brought up Catholic, but she left the faith as a teenager. At the end of the week, she was packing up, but she couldn't find her and her daughter's return airplane tickets. Remember, this was in the day where you had physical tickets, no internet, and if you lost them, you had to pay full price to replace them. Diane was desperately looking everywhere. Mm-hmm. My children told her to pray to St. Anthony as they joined in the search. My sister started out with a dollar reward for whoever found the ticket, and it was up to $10 by the time she had to leave to buy new tickets and catch her flight. All along, my kids were praying to, as my sister called him, Tony Boy, <laughs> when, we, <laughs> when we said our goodbyes, we still had not found the tickets. Diane turned to me and said, if I find my tickets before my flight, I will go to confession, knowing she would never have to pay up on that bet. 30 minutes later, I got a call from her to explain what happened. She was just about to pay the attendant for tickets when she pulled the handle up on her carry-on and out popped her tickets. Oh. When... <laughs> When she called me, she was thrilled and said, how about that, Tony boy? And do you think we could renegotiate that confession thing? All I could say was that's between you and God. Wow. <laughs> wow. <So>. That's awesome. <laughs> wild. I know. So crazy just to think that, like, I'm just still, like, mind blown that you had to buy new tickets if you lost your tickets I know back oh then my gosh. I'm like is, is, yeah it just... doesn't make a ton of sense to me but <laughs> so I have, come a
2: I have a funny it.
1: story not about St. Anthony but <laughs> about losing a a paper ticket well I often would put them in my back pocket and then I had to use the restroom and it was an automatic flush, and I remember standing up, and I see the ticket had fallen in, and I go, you know, and there was nothing I could do. I just go, no, I'm watching it go down. Oh, <laughs> oh no! So I'm like, <laughs> to the gate, panicking, and I walk up to the the gate attendant or whatever, and I said, um. Yeah, I just flushed my ticket down the toilet. And he didn't even crack a smile. He's like, okay, I'll print you a new one. I was like, (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny, but okay.
3: (laughs) I guess they probably hear it all. They hear it all with the ticket.
1: Oh, he's probably just like, oh, another idiot. (laughs) 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 Thank God, I didn't have to buy a new one.
0: That is true.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Margaret, do you want to share one
0: of the stories?
1: Okay, so another story here. We have a woman named Allison shares that she was in an event for their church, and a woman prepping food lost an heirloom ruby ring. Everyone went through the garbage. They they were doing this for days, and they didn't find it. Two weeks later, it snowed, and a mom came and asked if anyone had lost a ring. Her son had picked it up the night of the event, put it in his coat pocket, but he hadn't worn the coat since. And so she was able to get the ring back and she cried when she received it back. Um, and then found out later that the whole staff had been praying to St. Anthony for her to find this heirloom mm-hmm. ring. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> that is cool. I like these stories too, because it's, you, know, you might think, okay, an heirloom ring, this isn't, this isn't a big deal, but it, if it's an heirloom, you know, and it's a big deal to the person, like, I think that shows obviously that God cares about the little details, the things that mean a lot to us. It's not just, Mm -hmm. not just the big stuff. It's the little stuff. And he pays very close attention to that too.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: definitely. One side note is, um, Christian's one of his best friends is visiting us from Texas right now. And he had headphones and he lost one of them just yesterday. And he, you know, he was at Claudia brothers and then he, went to the cathedral and then he went to like two other places and he came home and he couldn't find them and he was like searching everywhere and I was like say a prayer to St. Anthony this would be awesome because we're (laughs) having our episode so I could share the story and he was like he said a prayer to St. Anthony and then he he actually I think today went and retraced all of his steps so he like went back to Cloudy Brothers he went to the cathedral he went to the two other places he had gone to still couldn't find it and so I was like no, JP, we are going to find your like this is going to be St. Anthony's he's going to find it for us and he was like, you know, I think God just wants me to detach from this thing. So it's okay. And I was like, no, no, no. St. Anthony's going to find it. Maybe in a few months, but we're going to find it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sometimes we actually don't find the things because maybe God wants us to not be so attached at Mm -hmm. the same time. it's Like the same thing, every prayer,
3: you know, like we've said before, sometimes we pray for something and we, it feels like God isn't giving us what we need, but he actually knows what we need. And so... Mm-hmm. Even when it feels like a prayer isn't answered, we can always trust that God is answering it in a better way, even if it's a, a way that we cannot understand mm-hmm. with our current yeah. vision. Um, for sure. Well, Speaking of things that are important to you, I'm going to tell the first of many wallet stories, <laughs> which I'm sure that's one of the <laughs> oh, top ones, the things <laughs> that people pray to St. Anthony for. So this is from a woman named Brooke. She said, my husband's wallet went missing an hour away from us. He set it down on top of his car. For three days after getting home, they prayed to St. Anthony that his wallet would show up. And then they got a call from a lady who who said that they found his wallet, and it was just down the street from them. Someone had picked it up an hour away in a stolen car. That stolen car was taken to an auction house, and someone at the auction house found the wallet and somehow was now just down the street from them, and everything was still in it. What? that's just crazy like it, it almost doesn't make sense but man that's incredible I I'm reading it like wait that this doesn't even add up but oh my gosh that is amazing those are the kind wow. of responses you get when you ask a random question of do you have a St. Anthony story
0: yeah <laughs> love, love them all this is great oh my goodness okay the next one is one from my brother <clears throat> so he said I lost my expensive sunglasses one day while I was golfing with friends. Looked everywhere, including tracing back my steps a few holes where I thought they fell out. Didn't find them despite saying a prayer to St. Anthony. Two months later, I'm playing at the same course and hit my ball way right into bushes. When I went to look for my ball, it was sitting right next to my sunglasses. (laughs) What? That is so crazy. <laughs> like what what is your reaction in that moment of just like I would just fall to my knees. I I think I would just start
1: laughing and just like look up to heaven and be like, God, you have an incredible sense of humor. I mean, <laughs> Seriously.
3: Oh
2: amazing.
3: Gosh.
1: I love I, it. I
2: think, I think sometimes God like He lets the chips build up to where it's even more impossible. Uh, mm-hmm. kind of like those, you know, modern action movies. It's like, okay, let's make this more ridiculous. Let's, let's yeah. you know, like the movie, the Martian <laughs> is more ridiculous. Let's fly through a black hole on the other side of time to, to save somebody, <laughs> you know, from whatever, you know, but yeah, it is. It's interesting too, because oftentimes you see that the response is, you know, strengthening someone's faith or bringing someone mm-hmm. back to the as you know, little or nothing to do sometimes with the actual object that's found. Amen. It's that increase of faith um, mm-hmm. that, ha- yeah. that comes from that, uh, that, that little miracle. Right.
3: Yeah. yeah it's that sure. invitation.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
3: you can either say, Oh, this is all just coincidence. Or you can say, okay, like there, like maybe there is something greater going on here. And it's mm-hmm. just that invitation of like, okay, are you going to have faith? Yeah. I mean, the chance
1: he would hit the ball in the exact spot like that his glasses were. Like that's it's I know. Mm-hmm. The and chances. And like
0: 2 months later, right? Like right. nobody else. Yeah. They're, still, they're not them. broken. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like, you know, like what Josh just said with like it it invites us to have that faith, but then also mm-hmm. I think like what JP was saying of Like, I just need to be detached. And Mm. while that's true, I think sometimes, yeah, maybe it's like, God's like, okay, you're too attached to your sunglasses right now. So you're not going to find them today. But I know that you love these sunglasses. So in two months, (laughs) when you come Mm -hmm. back here, you're going to find them again. Um, When you're hopefully detached by then, right? (laughs) But in the meantime, yeah. Like it's yeah. In the meantime, you have you've grown in your faith a little bit, and you've right. you know, you've asked Saint Anthony to come and help you out, and probably
1: <laughs> replace those sunglasses. Let's be honest. Yep. <laughs> now you have two pairs for when you lose them again.
3: <laughs> Margaret, do you have another story to share?
1: <laughs> I have another story. So my theme is jewelry. So mm-hmm. another jewelry story. So um, a woman named Grace shares that the neighbors that lived behind them became friends with them when their only granddaughter would climb over the fence and play with their six crazy kids. And this is, these are her words, not mine. She said six crazy kids. <laughs> One day the grandma mm-hmm. came around to visit and you know, she, they were becoming close friends. And while they were watching the kids in the yard, her wedding ring slipped off and it was significant because her husband had died a year earlier and, or earlier that year. Um, and so she was understandably upset. So she asked um, Grace to look around. And of course she did to, to you know, front yard, backyard, re, you know, retrace their steps, determined, you know, determined to find it. And she said, you know, during this process, <clears throat> she said, St. Anthony, <clears throat> sorry guys, <laughs> please help <laughs> me find her ring. And, it, and the third time she did find it and, the woman still claims it as a miracle. So St. Anthony came through for this woman, which is obviously the theme of our stories today.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, it sounds like uh, you have the theme of jewelry and I have the theme of wallets. Yes. (laughs) So I have another wallet story to tell. Um, The next woman who responded, uh, her name is Becca, and she actually gave us two stories to tell. So she said, first as a kid, she lost her wallet at church one time. It was late and dark, but they called father and he went to go look for it. While he was looking, they prayed to Saint Anthony as a family. Moments later, he called back telling her he'd found his wallet on the playground in the dark. Found her wallet, sorry.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> so um,
3: <laughs> that was probably a cool experience as a kid. Like you know, I even think back to the first times that I prayed to Saint Anthony and then found something and and just. I just remember building up that experience and at one point realizing, like, he's never let me down. Mm-hmm. I can only, now as an adult, I can only think of one time that there's like something I really wanted to find that I still haven't found. But it's also just been one of those detachment things where it's like, okay, if the Lord wants me to find these, I will. Mm-hmm. Um, the second story that Becca shared is she said, recently my husband lost our only van key. It had dropped somewhere and he wasn't sure where and he needed it. He was looking all over the place and i asked saint anthony for help and within minutes my husband called me back to tell me he found the key in the driveway just sitting right there and so side she said as a side note this happened when she was pregnant with their fourth child and it cemented their decision to use anthony as his middle name so another hey. anthony naming story
2: yeah
0: I that's okay. cool <laughs> love it thank you for listening to part one of this episode We look forward to sharing part two with you next Wednesday. Thank you for listening to the Moving Mountains podcast. If you have a miracle story to tell, please call our hotline at 412-449-9609. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at movingmountainspodcastAK. We encourage you to subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and share our podcast with others. We'll see you next time.